You can make it through? Yeah. Okay, I need to mic you up. So take this and drop it down on your shirt to the other side. You ever been mic'd up before? No. It only hurts a little bit. Why do we have to be interviewed for this? It's okay. It's really only going to be a small part of it, so it's really just us talking and more than anything can be a memory for us. <clears throat> okay. Dad? Yeah. Are the groceries good? Welcome to Through. Navigating the travel world doesn't have to be complicated. Whether you want to hack your points and miles, figure out where to travel next, or you just need advice on an ethical dilemma. I'm Aislinn Green, host of Unpacked by Afar. And in the brand new season, we are unpacking the most captivating and challenging topics in the travel industry, one conversation at a time. Topics like the sexiness of travel insurance and the perils of quote-unquote bad tourism, and even the secrets to flying with children and not losing your mind in the process. Listen to Unpacked by Afar wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, folks. Hello. Hi. Let's start off by telling everyone who you are to me. I'm your mom. I'm your dad. Great. How long have you been my mom and dad? 28 years. <laughs> I answered first because he probably wouldn't have known the answer. <laughs> dad, did you know the answer? <laughs> yes. Great. Um, so I would like to start off, each one of you, tell an embarrassing story about me from my childhood. Mom, I know you have a few. <laughs> Just tell the one you want to tell. Okay. Um, when you were going to see my sister's best friend for the first time, she said, hi, my name is Dana. And you said, hi, my name is Cody and I have a penis. <laughs> and proceeded to show, try to show her. Oh, oh, I always forget that part. So I actually did try to yes. expose. Pull yes. your pants down. Oh, yes. well, I'm glad I got out of that. You did that multiple <laughs> times to multiple people. Oh, no. That was a phase. Why that, did I that was a phase you were going through where you told everyone you had a penis that met you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is, once I turned about 24, I stopped introducing myself that's, that's, that way. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, not gonna lie. Especially when it was with everybody. Yeah, it wasn't just one person. Okay, great. I think that, <laughs> that does it. I don't think we need a different story. Now you can brag about me. What, what do you feel like, oh, okay, we did that right as parents. Well, you you got a full scholarship, you did well in school, and you're all around good kid. Except for the wanting to hike the PCT trail. <laughs> That's where I'm still trying to figure out where I went wrong. <laughs> it was all good up until that moment. All right. In your own words, what am I about to try to do? Stress your mom out. <laughs> By doing what? Hiking the PCT trail. <laughs> Dad? Take a six-month paid vacation and uh, uh, <clears throat> do your podcast while, you're, while hiking from Mexico to Canada. So it seems like a vacation? This is not a vacation. Six-month paid vacation to, <laughs> to hike you know, what people you know, dream of doing for six months. It is a dream. Yeah. It is a dream for sure, and I'm super excited to do Not it. Not all vacations I, are relaxing, by the way. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't, know if, I don't know if it's a vacation. 
Um, yeah, this is not a vacation. He like has to poop in the woods. I just want to say that mom was like, why do you want to interview me? And this is why. This is why. You are soundbite gold. You just drop the one-liners like so well. Do you remember like when I first told you I want to do this? Like, how did you feel then? How did you feel now? Like, what is... I was like, oh, crap. Why? Because I, I knew you would do it once you said you wanted to. I knew it was going to happen, and I knew I wasn't going to like any bit of it. What don't you like about it? Well, one, you'll be gone for six months, and the other, you're, li you're living like out there. There's bears, there's climbing, there's people that fall 600 feet. And die, and there's pooping in the woods. So, did it surprise you? No. Unfortunately, it did not. I mean, after me. after four kids, no, no, uh, nothing really surprises you anymore. No, I should say nothing surprises me when Cody suggests something crazy like this. Why? Because you've always been. You're just. I'm like, I think you do it to torture me. Sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of like the time you came out on stage uh, for that show with an opening scene, and you ran out there with an adult diaper. You know? Oh yeah, That's... that was kind of an embarrassing moment. If yeah. you want to go back to that question. I, well, I said from my childhood, and that oh, was that, that I was an, your adult. I was an adult when that happened. True. <laughs> yeah, that was an adult move. Yeah. Uh, so they're referencing. I was in a sketch show where um, I was playing a character. Uh, that character was Baron Trump. <laughs> and uh, to, you know, exaggerate it for, I guess, the sake of comedy, I uh, risky business slid onto the stage in an adult diaper because uh, we were playing him like a baby. And I played the baby. And I will say that that memory is in my mind forever. <laughs> and the look on your mom's face is in my mind forever when that happened. And the whole audience was laughing and your mother and I were in complete shock. So... No, so nothing really shocks us with you anymore. <laughs> so, okay, so because I do things like go in public in adult diapers. <laughs> it you didn't sound, you made it sound like you do it on a regular basis. <laughs> I would. If it was, if it was for, if it was Don't for get a any bit, ideas. Especially if I got paid like yeah, 20 bucks. Don't get any ideas. So because I do stuff like that, you weren't surprised when I said I wanted to do this? No, not really. I was not surprised you would do this. No, because the way you brought it on, I mean, it suggested it the first time. You're like, oh. I think if anyone could do it that I knew, it would be you. I, w I was out on the West Coast. They got the PCT. I'd like to hike the PCT. And it kind of progressed, you know, you kind of progressed it a little bit instead of just like. You're saying he tried to warm me up to it first before he no, said he was going to do it? No, he kind of like, hey, yeah. he thought about it first. Then he got the, hey, I got this idea for for the for the show, for the PCT. Little Spoke will back me on it. So it kind of progressed. It wasn't like, hey, by the way, I know I just got home from being gone forever, however, but guess what? I'm going to hike the PCT in 22. You know, if he just came home and just dropped on that. But, I, I, I kind of felt like that's how it was, but okay. <laughs> but he kind of was like, hey, I would like to. It was more like, hey, I'd like to do this. And then it was like, oh, well, let me see if I can get Spoke to go along with it. So along. I knew he'd do it either way. I don't know. I didn't think he, you know, I know he was trying to get the show, so. But then it came after that, <clears throat> working so hard to get the show, then I knew at that point that he was going to do it whether or not, you know, he had backing or not. But So, 
You said if any if you any, anyone could do it, it'd be me. Mm-hmm. Why? If there's anyone in our family that told me that you do, I would I would expect it to be you. Why? Because you're just like that. You can do that kind of stuff. What does that Crazy. mean? Crazy. You like to stress me out. You know. <laughs> when you say I'm just like that, and on a serious note, what does that mean? You're just like adventurous. You're like you're. I don't like wild child. <laughs> wild child. Well, but. you did. <laughs> Clearly, you but, did want to say it because you said it. But you've been talking long for a long time about how you wild. weren't going to stay in Texas. You're going to go out and do things like you've always said that. This is just. I'm curious to hear your perspective on this. So, basically, do you remember how I got to San Antonio in mm-hmm. 2020? Mm-hmm. Okay, what is your like memory of that? Uh, your, my memory is yeah, you yeah. calling me and telling me that you were on your way. Yep. That you were, you and, uh, my ex, ex were breaking up and that you were on your way. Yep. So now, and then I've lived with you for about a year now. Uh-huh. So in, in your, from your perspective, like what have you seen happen in my life and how, like, how have I changed? I would say between the big, you're definitely, you seem happier. What does that look like? Like when you say like, I'm happier, how can you tell? I mean, when you first came back, you were kind of, you know, like crap, you know, I'm back in my parents' house. I'm, uh, you know, I mean, you made some Mm -hmm. comment, you made some comments like that. And I don't feel or, or hear you, you know, make comments like that. I don't feel like you feel like. Like, uh, like you're trapped, you know, it's like, uh-huh. uh, I feel like I came back to my parents' house. I'm trapped in this, you know, it's out of my control out of my, or whatever circumstances. But no, I mean, you do what you do, what you want to do, do your thing. And, in you know, just seem happy with, you know, your, your setup with your work and, you know, your, your training with the hiking and stuff. So. All right. This is a question from producer Carson, who says, I'd also love to know if anything in your childhood or early life is comparable to the journey you've taken in the past two years. Like, did you always blank? And so they knew you'd do blank. I mean, you were always wanting to be challenged as a kid. That was always one of your big things. You ever, you did not like easy things. Like, you, you were always in the harder classes. You always played the sports. You always took everything seriously. You used to throw up before a rec soccer game because you were very, like... Nervous, you, amped. Yeah. So you, you just like to be challenged as a kid all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're talking, what, seven-year-old soccer yes. games? Yes. Probably, yeah. like, five, six. Yes. Because I was so nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you had to you had to win it. It was, it was everything was, like... Super important. Super important. <laughs> You're in your head. You're you were gonna. You were just always competitive. Set your mind to something. You were gonna do it. Yeah, uh, Dad. I think you have a good story that relates to what we're talking about. That you like to tell all the time. Probably the swing set with the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. So what yeah. is that story? Tell us that story. Oh, I think we have it on video when you were on your on little swing set in the backyard. And you're what four or five years old. You're like, if I could just swing a little bit higher, I would challenge those dogs on the other side of the fence. They were um, barking. Like, what does that even mean? It's like, <laughs> you're on a swing set. You can't go anywhere. You just want to go higher so you can challenge the dogs barking at you. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of tracks with. Yeah. Yeah. So you would get mad when your friends would rank higher than you in school. So you made sure you ranked higher. And this is probably what happened. You found. 
out other people hike this stupid trail, so you decided you needed to do it too. <laughs> just kidding. It's they not just high fived. <laughs> <laughs> My parents just high fived, which was kind of sweet. <laughs> what do you hope I learn or gain from this experience, and how do you hope I'm different? I know the answer for your mom. I'll All right, what's your her. answer, Dad? For for mom, she, you hope that you find yourself and don't do this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. They high-fived again. <laughs> this has brought you together. <laughs> no. Is that your hope for me? Huh? Is that yes. Your... Find yourself. Get this out of your system. Come back and find out San Antonio is a great place to live. Get to and... your place. Settle down. And there you go. All done. <laughs> and for me, maybe, you know, you find a, your soulmate out on the trail or something. You know? We don't even need that. Just find yourself. Come home. Soulmate and settle down. Yeah, that'd be great. But what about season two, the Appalachian Trail, and season three, the Continental wait, Divide wait, Trail? We don't need to do those. <laughs> no more. Okay. We're gonna get this out of your system now. Six months done. Get it out of my All system. All the adventure will be gone. <laughs> do you believe that this is gonna get out of my system? Absolutely not. But that's my hope. Yeah. That's you asked me what I hope for. <laughs> I love that that producer Carson. She does not know what she's up against because. <laughs> Okay, so the question is, like, what is your hope for Cody? What do you hope he learns or gains? And your answer is, I hope he gets it out of his system. <laughs> I know. She probably wanted a more, like, you know, real answer. Like, I hope you find yourself. Every, it's everything you wanted it to be. I don't know what else. <laughs> this, all, this all came from, from me not taking you camping. I, I know it now. I know, because the first time I went camping, I was, like, tw like 26 and I was like, this is awesome. Well, you camped oh. in Mimi's backyard in, in okay, Colorado. My first, <laughs> my first time, like, for real camping, I fell in love with it. I was like, this is awesome. I want to just live but in the woods. But to my defense, I tried to get all of y'all. I used to say I have a husband and four boys, and we never go camping. And all of y'all frowned upon that. Y'all turned your nose up. Y'all, Y'all, including you, would say, in a tent? That was before I was a full-on participant in, in <laughs> and now late stage something crazy and late stage capitalism and needed to escape i guess before before you wouldn't even sleep in a tent and now you want to go sleep outside of a tent <laughs> and you still need to show me how the tracker works okay your reward for doing this interview is that i'll send you the link to okay, my thank tracker yeah i promise i won't have too many helicopters out looking for you all right is there anything uh is there anything burning? Anything? Uh, Are you sure you want to do this? I'm so, so sure. I'm mm. so sure. I've never been more sure. You can wait another year. No. <sighs> Next year's Appalachian Trail. Where's COVID when you need it? So I've never, I've, I've never been so sure. I, there were times that I wasn't sure of whether or not to do this. And you know that. I talked. I think I've talked. You've seen me kind of go through all the stages, right? Like, should I do this? No. I don't think you ever did not want to go hike on this. If you did, I would have pushed it a little bit more. <laughs> Y'all are a very good interview. <laughs> very good interview. Um, no, your mom's a good interview. She's hilarious. <laughs> uh, you're a good interview too, Dad. Thank you. Um, I've never been so sure that I want to do this. I'm, I'm sure, sure, because it's here. It's happening. Uh, I know. And I've almost never been more sure of anything in my life. I don't know. Something about it just feels right in the pocket. Day two. All right, I'm done. I know, right? Well, uh, what I want to say on the record while we have the mics going is that 
um, the, you know, leading up to moving in with y'all was really difficult and, uh, it was a lot to, um, you know, I'm glad that I went through all of it, but there, there were some difficult times and I'm just very appreciative and grateful that, um, you took me in and to have parents who don't hesitate to let me stay here. And you could stay here. You don't even have to go over the next <laughs> five months. And I'm just very grateful. And, uh, you know, you're a huge part of the reason that I'm even able to do something like this. So I love you both and I'm very appreciative. Love you too. I wish I didn't make it easy for you to go hike a Pacific Crest Trail. <laughs> you should have charged him rent. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> okay. All right. This I'll... is your fault for not charging him rent. <laughs> I love you both. Love you too. Okay. Bye. Is it... <laughs> Okay, that's it. We can stop. Uh, before we stop, everyone is going to clap on the count of three so I can sync up the audio. So, ready? One, two, three. Nicely done. <laughs> that was perfect. Okay. Almost like we're related or something. If you're enjoying Through and want to support the podcast and me on my journey, become a subscriber, aka a trail angel, on Through Plus on Apple Podcasts or Patreon. There you'll find a community of fellow enthusiasts and all sorts of bonus content. Through is a co-production of Spoke Media and Q Code. This episode was produced by Kelly Kolf and Brigham Mosley with help from Carson McCain. The episode was written by Brigham Mosley, mixed by InPal Audio. Our art is by Andrew Adams. Executive producers for Spoke are Aaliyah Tavakolian and Keith Reynolds. Executive producers for Q-Code are Steve Wilson, Dave Henning, and Rob Herding. Special thanks to Noah Heller and Ellie Katapish. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.